Genoa. This is Yusuf. And this is In-Flight Entertainment. Entertainment. Yes, and we are in March. And you know what March means? March means that there's movies that's up for Oscars. And uh, we're going to try to get ahead of this thing and give you guys some reviews on some of these Oscar-nominated movies. Uh, We're going to start off with The Power of the Dog. Yes, and it was nominated for 12 Oscars. Um, it was directed by Jane, Jane Campion um, and stars Benedict Cumberbatch, Kirsten Dunst, and Jesse Plemons. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't even know uh, Jesse Plemons and, and Kirsten was married. So, oh, seriously? Yeah. I had no idea. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's that's... That's cute. I guess they, that's why they, you know, they look so uh, believable together. Screw <laughs> you. Wait, that doesn't. But, huh? Yeah. Fascinating. I know. <laughs> I don't know how long they've been married, but I wonder if they've been married ever since. Because I know the second season of Fargo, they were in together. I I wonder if they were married around that time, also. Whatever. Oh. <laughs> Not sure. Uh, yeah, so General said Jane Campion is the director. Uh, now, Jane have some movies under her belt. Yes. Um, she directed Piano, which I think is really the only f- film of hers that I've seen. Um, mm. Let's see. Yeah, 93. Damn, that came out 93. Wow, crazy. Yeah. Oh, oh, she directed Portrait of a Lady, 1996 version. Um, Holy Smoke in the Cut. Mm-hmm. Bright Star. Yeah, I think the only thing I've seen of hers is the piano. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, Top of the Lake. Never seen that series. I don't even know about that series. Was that a BBC show? I don't know. <laughs> Not sure. Yeah. But um, she definitely, at least from my limited experience of watching the piano in this movie, she definitely has a very specific essence um, or way of telling a story where it's a very slow start, very quiet, um, and there's no big moments. It's always, it's like a slow build to a final event that happens at the movie. Right. And even a final event isn't huge. It's more like if you're paying attention to characters and the characters kind of desires and intentions in an inadvertent way, like you see a payout happen, you know, amongst the characters, you know, uh, that's kind of how she do it. All right. Now, do you want to read the IMDb? Um, sure. <laughs> um, it's super. It's super short. So, a charismatic rancher, Phil Burbank, inspires fear and awe in those around him when his brother brings home a new wife and her son. Phil torments them until he finds himself exposed to the possibility of love. Mm, nice. <laughs> so. Uh, it, 
in all honesty, like reading that, I was expecting through the entire movie mm-hmm. that Phil and the wife played by Kirsten Dunst, Rose, would be the ones falling in love. Um, and so that, like, I guess there's sort of two twists at the end. Yeah. Uh, and the, the first twist is that Phil might be into men. <laughs> yeah, a lot of, a lot of suppressed uh, desires happened back in the day. <laughs> right. Because if a cowboy can't be gay, he must be tough. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, pretty much. Wait a minute. So, okay. Were, were uh, Jill and Hall and Ledger, they were ranchers in Brokeback, right? They weren't ranchers. They were like, like well, they cow- were out there. Oh, okay. uh, yeah. yeah, Heath Ledger's uh, character like ran the, the cows up into the mountains to like get their feed. Okay. Right. Get yeah. fat before you sold them. Right. Okay. Yeah. I was like, oh, what? What are ranchers doing? I, I got the mixed up. Um, yeah. So we're introduced to Phil, played by Mr. Kumabach himself. Um, you know, him and his. Him and his group of ranchers, you know, they're very kind of brash. They're, you know, very outspoken. They kind of, you know, put their boots on tables and demand stuff. That's kind of like their <laughs> their personality, so to speak. Um, and so we see uh, Phil just like being a little like. Yeah, he's, a little, a, he's a prick. He's an yeah, asshole. Yeah, yeah, to put it lightly, yeah. Yeah, he was definitely an asshole. He had an asshole to what was that? Uh, what was Kristen's name? Uh her her character's name was Rose and her Rose. son's Peter. Right. Um, but like imagine the guy at the party that sees the weak like he's that person that can identify a weakness in person in someone else and then he just needles and call and pushes their button on that weakness to like keep reminding them that they're lesser than him that they're flawed that there's something wrong and he's never he's he's not gonna let them forget it right and they're never gonna be as good as him yeah, no, no, no matter what they try to do, and he always making an effort to remind them. <laughs> uh, so you know, Phil's brother George sees this, and you know, he try to be you know the mediator, try to smooth things over with Rose, and then this strikes up a bit of a romance. Um, and then we flash forward, I don't know how much forward, um, to the announcement that George and Rose are. Yeah, get married or already married, and and they're gonna stay at um, George and Phil's ranch. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. And that. Yeah. And uh. And then <laughs> Phil being Phil, you know, doing passive aggressive and not so passive aggressive stuff to Rose that pretty much drives her to drink. Yeah, yeah, because he's such an asshole. I mean, just imagine, like, I mean, he he's he's sort of he's 
and emotional abuse her and in order like because they're on a ranch in the middle of nowhere in order for her to escape her situation she starts drinking it's just easier to numb the pain than to tell her husband's brother to fuck off (laughs) also also women didn't speak that way (laughs) right and then now we're seeing a strange dynamic out of out of retaliation, I guess you want to call it, in the eyes of Burbank by, you know, being nice, you know, being nice to Peter and trying to be this mentor, you know, just kind of rubbing it in Rose's face like, hey, you know, I can, you know, befriend your, you know, your family. I can do whatever I want type, you know, situation. Um which drives Rosie more crazy because, <laughs> uh, you know, it's like, oh, I'm going to teach him how to, you know, make a rope and all that stuff. You know, have my arms around him and just, you know, give off the air that I care about him. You know, that I'm, I want to mentor him. Good stuff. <laughs> but there's also some stuff happening, you know, underneath it all with, you know, the Burbank character with this relationship or friendship or whatever. Yeah, so um, Peter, who's Rose's child from a previous marriage, rendezvous, whatever, um, he, he's gone off to college to become a doctor and he's back between semesters and um, Phil decides to take him under his wing and train him to be a a true cowboy, a true man. (laughs) And through that training, um, a romance builds between the two. But we also have like all these random one-off scenes where you're like, why the fuck is Peter in the mountains? And what is he doing? Cutting open that cow. Uh, And it's, it's not the type of movie where you can step away and come back and understand what the fuck's going on. You really have to sit there. And if you have ADHD, good luck. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I mean, like Jen was saying from the jump, you know, uh, you know, the director liked to kind of, you know, just kind of lay down a really, really long track of character development um, and things of that nature. Yes. <laughs> and, and all of those, like, quiet scenes and that romance really pays off in the last 10 minutes of the movie. Um, It is a beautiful movie. Um, Like I mentioned, it has 12 Oscars. I'm sure some of those are for cinematography, Mm -hmm. music. Um, Yeah. True, true. Um, Okay, so did you... So, it's almost like Cumberbatch bingo. Like, how many times did you catch his accent slip. <laughs> I mean, so I, I didn't feel like his accent was consistent through through the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, his American accent to me is always so jarring yeah. um, that 
like the first time he speaks, the first time we see him is in um, a saloon or a restaurant or something. And he's picking on Peter and he's trying to do like this deep, gravelly American accent. Mm -hmm. Um, And from right then I was like, Oh, I just, I can't listen to the tone of his voice. I'm just going to read the subtitles. Oh, so you just watch the soft subs. <laughs> I mean, I, I kept the the talkie on, but um, I I didn't really. I tried not to listen to his accent. Gotcha. Also, like Kirsten Dunst's voice is like nails on a chalkboard to me. So I the uh, I didn't want to listen to their voices. I just listened to the word to yeah. You get what I'm saying. Gotcha. Well, oh, uh, y'all like Chris and Dutch boys, huh? Interesting. No. Okay. And her face. I just kind of want to punch her in the face. <laughs> All right. So I guess we have not know where, where your rating stands with this. <laughs> she has this look on her face that's always like sour grapes or something. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, she, okay. Wait a she was she is nominated for best performance by an actress in a supporting role for this movie. So, did you want to punch her in the face when she was in interview at a vampire when she was just just yep. a youngling? Yep. Wow, that's cool. She just even when she was <laughs> Spider Man. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we know. Like, uh, you know, what she she reminds me of a Karen. Like, she's always sort of judging you, and regardless of what you do, it's probably going to be wrong and bad, um, mm. and that she knows better than you. That's just, like, the general feeling I get from her face, which, gotcha. I guess, as her character as Rose, it didn't really fit for me. Gotcha. <laughs> so, all right, so if you were to recast, who would you have cast as Rose? Oh. Hmm. You know, I don't know. I would want, I would want a someone that that isn't known. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. So you, so you get a unknown, like an up and comer. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Actually, that would have been a great fit. You know, just someone like an up and comer that you probably didn't really see. That was maybe in like an obscure sitcom, like. <laughs> 10 years ago or something like that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, yeah. There's, um, what, in, in, what's the fire, what's the, the Western show that's on Paramount or whatever? Yeah, Yellowstone or? Yeah, Yellowstone. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's some, who's the, the woman in that? Uh, yeah. What's her name? Uh, I don't know if she was British. Um, what's her name? Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> her, her, that, 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 that woman. Ke- Kelly Riley. Kelly Riley, yeah. Yeah, she was in flight too with Denzel. Yeah. That's how I remember her. Um, yeah, or, yeah, she's good. I, I would I would actually go with Jen Landon from Yellowstone, who's in some of the later mm. seasons. Um I just I'm not a fan of Kirsten. Sorry, everyone that likes her. <laughs> okay. You know, it's all good. 
Yeah. I, and I did suggest us review this movie. I figured it'd be an interesting conversation. Oh, this is an awesome conversation. I'm learning so much about actors you don't like. <laughs> and uh, in the audience at Inflight Entertainment, now we know. So if we want to troll Genoa, we could just send her Kristen Dutt's gifts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. All right. Okay. So, okay. Okay, I want to go into the rating, and then I want to do kind of a quick, like, nomination breakdown, and if we could give it, a, if we give it a yay or a nay, like, if if this movie deserves it or don't deserve it. Okay. Right. Um, so our rating is sit on the sofa and watch it, have it on in the background, or go outside and avoid it like the plague. <laughs> Uh, I have it on the background. Um, I mean, I enjoyed the piano a a little more than this one. Um, well, when I seen all these, uh, like nominations come down for it, I was like, okay, I don't know if we went to the same movie, but all right. Um, yeah, the performance was good and everything. Um, yeah, the cinematography was, was good. I mean, I, I mean, it was kind of, I mean, but it didn't really hit me in the face, like, far as the, the scope, and it was kind of like, all right, it's like a standard kind of West. look, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, the cinematography, for me, wasn't any better than, like, the TV show 1883, um, um, which I feel like the cinematography in 1883 is significantly better than what's in this movie. Agreed. Okay, so on to yours. <laughs> huh? I, w- I would have it on in the background, um, but I don't know if I'll ever watch it again. I feel like the twist at the end is sort of worth it, just so you can see what happens. Um, but watch it once and then forget about it. If If I could watch movies at two times speed and still get all the dialogue like I can do on my like podcast, then this would totally be a sit down and watch it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Just have the uh, subtitles on. Right. But uh, so far uh, TV shows don't let me watch things at two times speed. So. Gotcha. Okay. All right. So you have the nomination list up. I do. So we have two two guys up for best supporting uh, best supporting actor. We have Cody Smith McGee and James Jesse Plemons. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, sure, why not? Yeah, they're, yeah, they were okay. I mean, I I I don't know I, I don't know who who's running against them, but you know. Yeah, yeah, whatever. I mean, I, I'm gonna be mad if they, you know, because I like Jesse Flynn. I, I, I actually like him. Um, yeah, yeah, he did a good job in playing his character. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So, okay, yeah, we, you know, we, we wouldn't be mad if they won. Okay, so what's next? <laughs> Best adapted screenplay, Jane Campion, the director. Uh, I pass on that one. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, what's next? I think dude, it's uh, is is uh, uh, okay. I had to read the list, but anyway. All right, so pass on that. What's next? Uh, best achievement in directing. She she was like 
The Piano was such a beautiful film. Yeah. And every single scene felt like a painting. Mm -hmm. uh, and the story flowed. It wasn't like, it wasn't these random scenes that were really taking you out of the story, which I felt was happening in this movie, mm -hmm. um, where you would watch a scene and you're like, what the fuck is going on? Did I look away and miss something? Something, <laughs> exactly. Um, and yeah. so I would not include her in the no. direct. No, yeah, and you're right, like, yeah, up if you go if you gotta put that up against the piano, it's a huge step down project. And plus, I mean, yeah, I'm sorry, man. If if yeah, if you go in against Fieldberg, I yeah, that's that's just a losing battle. Sorry. Yep. <laughs> All right, what's next? <laughs> Best motion picture of the year. I would say no to that. Pass. Next. <laughs> uh actor in a leading role. Kirsten Dunst? Yeah, yes. Well, well, actor in a leading role is Benedict. Oh, Benedict, okay. Um, I've seen him in better works. I mean, I I, I'll, I actually want to see Will Smith get it, so pass yeah. on Cumberbatch. Yep, agreed. Uh, actress in a supporting role, Kirsten. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm going to go no. Oh, they always say that to Mr. Chris. Yes! <laughs> All right, yeah, no. Next. Uh, production, best achievement, production design. Like, uh, I don't know. No, if it's going up against Nightmare Alley or any movie like that or Doom, oh. no. Yeah. no. Good point. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> best sound, nothing special there. Bad. Best cinematography, like we said, 1883, the TV show has better cinematography. Man, it's a good thing we don't vote for these people. <laughs> Or well, maybe we should be. <laughs> we probably could just like put some, like, you know, norms and, hey guys, look, I know y'all like head over heels over this movie, but come on, let's be, let's be for real about this. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then two more best achievement in film editing. No. No. Uh, and then best achievement in music written for a motion picture. It was average at best. It wasn't that no score in this movie that had me like, ooh, this is sweeping. Right. Yeah. All right. So, out of all of those, we would give two, two a pass, like for um, the, uh, Jesse and the other two. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. I don't think this movie is going to win anything. It, I don't know. The, the Academy is weird. They just like take one movie and just like run with it. I mean, I don't know why it would be this one, but uh, who knows. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's the um, day. Let, let's see. So, um, let's see. They, for Best Supporting Actor, right now, the nominees are Troy Coetzer for Coda, okay. which is an Apple movie. Mm -hmm. uh, J.K. Simmons for Being the Ricardos. Ooh. Uh, Syrian Hines for Belfast, and then Jesse Plemons for Power of the Dog. Uh, I mean, oh. I'm voting for J.K. Yeah, I gotta go with J.K., man. I gotta go with J.K. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I had, <clears throat> I mean, how he played Fred? Oh, my God. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, yeah, I gotta go with J.K. Hands down. So, wow. yeah, sorry, Jesse. <laughs> So, maybe next time. Yeah, maybe next year. Maybe. 
All right, guys. So maybe we'll we'll circle back to this conversation after the Oscars and see if we, you know, if we were right or if we were wrong. Yeah, who knows? Uh, but if you want to catch Power of the Dog, it's on Netflix as we speak. Uh, so you can give it a look and uh, let us know what you think of it. <laughs> so yeah, so we'll catch you guys next week with some uh, Oscar-nominated movies to dive into before the big day. Uh, till then, we wish everyone safe physical distancing and keep getting your shots and wear those masks. Yes. Peace.